When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We got a good little breakfast to start um, with the with the committee. Um, normally, Joel lifts um, lifts lifts the captain and 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 Dyson. They seem to be the two that talk a lot. And um, without them two there this year, I'm, I think I might have to play some sort of role at the committee breakfast. <laughs> without Joel and Dyson, who, who do you think might step up? Well, last year Gill spoke, and then Joel got up and spoke straight after Gill um, and didn't even ask a question. Just sort of um, welcomed all the captains as well. So. Um, he, he was very good, Joel. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think Danger's probably going to slip straight into that role pretty easily. So that was the conversation with Gary and Tim this morning. It's got a few minds worrying as the captains of the AFL teams gather. And it's such an interesting group. Um, nine clubs have changed captains. There's one premiership captain in Matt Scorn. There's a couple of Brownlow medalists. There's shared captaincies. There's even a little bit of nondescript captaincy at the start as they look to forge their own identity. Sam Edmonds is here for EFS, delivering simple freight solutions. Hello to you, Sam. G'day, Jared. Looking forward to it. Heading down there shortly for Dwayne, of course, on Midday Madness, headlined by Captain's Day. It is a huge day down there. We'll explore that a bit more widely in a moment. I'm not sure we've ever seen an off-season like it either, with nine clubs changing their on-field leaders. You mentioned the mix of captain we've got. I reckon we've got natural captains as well. Like we've got those destined to be in the role, perhaps guys like Paddy Cripps, the Bond. We, and then we've got guys who have come in with the warts and all backgrounds, like Toby Green, who who come in with life lessons behind them. And I reckon that's helpful, just as helpful and just as fitting, given they are leading such a wide variety of men and of all different backgrounds and life journeys. We've even got sons of former captains in Darcy Moore yeah. as well. So as you say, we've got dual captains. We've got triple captains in Sydney sense, but only one premiership captain. And that's the voice you just heard, Big Max Gorn. So we are discounting acting captains for the reason that they haven't been in this room before. Correct. So Toby Green has been an acting captain. Patrick Dangerfield has been an acting captain. That that doesn't put you in this room for this meeting previously. And it's hard with the co-captains because only one attends historically. So we don't know out of Sydney whether it is Dane Rampey, Callum Mills, or Luke Parker until you go down there. Mm, exactly. Yeah, we've got Dylan Grimes and Toby Nankervis at Richmond. We've got Jai Simkin and Luke McDonald at North Melbourne. Took Miller and Jared Witts at the Gold Coast Suns as well. And then Lockie Neal and Harris Andrews, a new setup up at the Gabba. So the question is, who is the captain of the captains? Who is the figurehead? So without Joel Selwood there, is it someone like Patrick Dangerfield, Geelong the Premier Paddy Dangerfield, well-versed in the broader scope of the game, all the machinations around the game, of course, his role with the PA. But essentially, first time he's a proper captain. Can it be him? Can it be the only premiership captain of the lot in Max Gorn, who's a humble star, if ever there was one? Can he go from a wine bar opening to being the captain of the captains today? Or do we have someone step up from from nowhere? Who I gets think up? it has to be Max. So Patrick Dangerfield's the president of the players I don't think you can hold both offices. You can't be the captain of the captains and the president of the players. Mm. So I think I th- we, I, I discount all of those doing it for the first time. You have to be pretty bullshit having not led the team yet in a proper match. So 
Jordan Dawson at Adelaide uh, is cutting his teeth. By the way, Neil, highly decorated. What a rise for Jordan Dawson. Can yeah. we just acknowledge this? So from the outside, you'd say he's come with an absolute bullet. He'd only been there for 12 months after crossing from Sydney. He's only 25. He's only played 86 games. So, But his leadership at the Swans, we're told, was part of the appeal in Adelaide getting him across. They saw that in him. But even he admitted to some surprise when the vote came back and it was Jay Dawson, you are captain. That's extraordinary rise. Lockie Neal and Harris Andrews at the Lions. Darcy Moore at Collingwood. Zach Merritt at Essendon. Alex Pierce at Fremantle. Patrick Dangerfield, Geelong. Toby Green at the Giants. I, I would love it if Toby spoke on behalf of them, but I don't think that's happening. James Sicily at Hawthorne. Jai Simkin and Luke McDonald at North Melbourne. Mm. I'm discounting the co-captains strictly because we don't know who's in the room. Took Miller. Jared Witts at Gold Coast. Toby Nankervis, Dylan Grimes at Richmond. Dane Rampey, Callum Mills and Luke Parker for the Swans. As has come through on the text, I could absolutely entertain Luke Parker if you knew he was in the room. Yeah. So that leaves six who have held their jobs for a while. Patrick Cripps, Brownlow medalist at Carlton. Max Scorn, premiership captain at Melbourne. Tom Jonas, long-serving captain at Port Adelaide. Marcus Bontempelli, growing into the role at a rate, mm. I think, at the Bulldogs. Jack Steele at St Kilda and Luke Shuey at West Coast. And the other voice and name we hear who has taken, um, a, a, I guess, a bigger role in mornings such as this in front of the AFL hierarchy is no longer there either. And that is Dyson Heppel, who's mm. been um, willing to lend his voice to proceedings as well. So he's gone. Zach Merritt comes in to replace him. It's a choice of two. We know that. It's, as you say, it's hard to look past Max Gorn. Every time I see Max Gorn as captain of Melbourne, I just think, you know, speaking of journeys, what an incredible career. The day he does finally decide to retire and the book gets written, you will struggle to find a more entertaining and a more up and down journey than that of Max Gorn with the ultimate happy ending as it's been for him um, or trending that way anyway. So he gets my vote. He has to be the one. Humble superstar otherwise who gets up. And who was your other? Who was your other contender? Yeah, I think it's Patrick Dangerfield second. Just by virtue of his age, his experience, 33 years of age, won everything in the game. If ever there's been a captain in waiting, it's been this man. He finally gets the role he's long deserved, I would have thought. Um, I know you probably can't be greedy, Jared, and do absolutely everything. But, geez, he's well qualified. There's a big push for the Bont. Mm. Bont, clearly the best captain, speaks so well and is humble. Bont, Bont, that's from Harley and Preston. Big push for the Bont. Yeah. Okay. Well, no arguments from me either because uh, he's had success as a player, albeit not as captain uh, back in 2016. But again, uh, individually speaking, the trophy cabinet is enormous. And if it's Max, I want to hear the reports um, of what he said. What he said? Yeah. Yeah. He'll, you know he'll go off the cuff. You know he'll go <laughs> off the cuff. Now, the CEOs and the president's meeting down there as well today, Jared. Um, that won't, won't wind up until much later this afternoon, I'm told. But I've been sent a rundown of the key Ooh. topics that the league want to address with club bosses. The Ta- agenda, table them. The agenda, if you will. Now, they are Tasmania, obvious. Yep. The collective bargaining but, agreement. But Tasmania is a short conversation because it yes. still swings on what happens in the federal government. Exactly. Uh, the federal budget. We're waiting on May for that. That's yep. the next big hurdle for Tasmania. Uh, the CBA, so the collective bargaining agreement, where that is at. We so know we got a little... Log of claims from the PA, was that what happened? Yes, they've tabled uh, their wish list, if you like, their opening gambit. That happened about a week or so ago. Um, We know that both sides of the fence are keen on a joint um, agreement. Beyond that, we do not know. Hawthorne investigation, that's been listed down as a topic of conversation. That'll be really interesting as to what can be relayed on that front. All sorts of murmurs around who has and hasn't spoken and whether it's trending quickly or slowly. But nevertheless, there'll be some sort of update given to CEOs and presidents today from the AFL. Marvel Stadium upgrade is down as well. I drove past the other day. There's a, a frenzy of construction going on down there at uh, 
Marvel Stadium to accompany those, uh, as Gil McLaughlin put it, those sexy scoreboards that they've had up there for some time. Uh, gather round. Overstated. <laughs> Very much so. Uh, gather round is uh, down as well. I'm, I'm not sure what the update will be on that, other than the fact that tickets have sold uh, tremendously successfully, and that looks like being a great event over there. Uh, round five, I think, over there in, uh, in Adelaide. So we look forward to the inaugural edition of Gather Round. No mention at all. On paper, anyway, Jared, of the CEO appointment and where that never, seemingly never-ending search sits. Now, depending on what club you speak to, there's either a burning, fierce desire for clarity on that and a thumping of the desk to seek answers, or there's a shrugging of the shoulders and perhaps a little gentle nudge on what's happening with the head of football. But really, a lot of the others will just sit back and, and wait. So it'll be interesting to see who pops up down there given the shadow boxing in the lead-in. Will it be Jeff Brown at Collingwood? Will it be Tony Cochran who goes out swinging in his last oh, official engagement? Yeah. Oh, I hope it's Tony as well. I will miss Tony. And uh, would it be a six-and-out approach from Tony? Will he go in there and just swing for the rafters backyard cricket style? Or will he go quietly into the sunset? Um, other than those two, with Jeff Kennett moving on, who is really going to pop up down there? Yeah, and it is... What's been seeded in the media is just bluff and bluster. Well, like, where do you take the conversation after they say well, we're, we're in the final stages of the process? Yeah, well, I spoke to a cl- another so club. So you can this go, morning. oh, we're a bit cranky. It took yeah. so long. Well, so what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I spoke a, to another that's club. That's the end of the conversation, I reckon. One club this morning looked at it like this. They said, Richard Goyder, the chairman of the AFL, should just get up and say, okay, you guys have been really outspoken in the media. I've read the, I've read the comments. I've read the, uh, the non-attributed quotes. Lay it, lay it all on me. Come at me. What 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 do you want to know? What do you want to what do you want to do? And and see how that goes. But yeah, I think generally speaking, they've been pretty meek and mild these sort of gatherings. But we'll see if uh, if all the unknowns maybe smoke a few out. I think Andrew Pridham's usually the most interesting when uh, yeah, the good. dust settles as to that's a good call. He has gone with the the review of the way the AFL works previously. He seeded that at a meeting like this and then fleshed it out more publicly in the aftermath. That's a good call. So his uh, he's a little less combative, but but pointed in what he does. That's true. That's true. And we normally get some clarity uh, after the fact. So we'll be working the phones a little bit later on, Jared. But uh, just a reminder, Midday Madness, we will be down there uh, doorstopping some of the captains down there and um, topic of conversations for just about all of them. I wonder how Jack Steele feels about uh, the audio coming out oh, at, uh, at St Kilda. From, yeah, from a player's point of view, how did he feel to be sat down and told by the coach, listen, this audio may surface. We're preparing for the worst. This is what you need to know. So, is it just better if it surfaces now or do, the, the gentle bleed when St Kilda is sort of oh, two and eight? It'd just be, a, you'd think, how could you not have it that looking over your shoulder the whole time? When is it going to appear? When is it going to appear? <laughs> Look, it, it might not. Um, it's a blow to the softening of Ross. Well, potentially, potentially. But the fact that he felt the need to sit his players down, can we draw a link there? But look, what coach's box will be different? They'd be so harsh on their own players, of course, in the heat of the moment. And the opposition as well. I don't think he would have been too flattering on what Essendon offered on the day either, mind you. So from what we're led to believe, and they're relatively confident, no other clubs have downloaded it, but it has been put out there, Jerry. Terrific Sam will hear you down at Captain's Day. Look forward to it. Sam Edmund for EFS by Air, Road or Rail. Get your simple freight solutions delivered by EFS. Check efs.net.au.